It's time now for Four CRM's Radio Church, presented this week by Pastor Jeff Grant from the Uniting Church in Serena. We've got a couple of Hillsong songs to begin with. First up, He is Able. CRM-FM and this is Radio Church. In a moment we'll hear from Pastor Jeff Grant from the Uniting Church in Serena and right now to introduce the service is another Hillsong song called For All You've Done. My Saviour, Redeemer, lifting me from the miry clay, Almighty, forever. 
Good morning. You're listening to Radio Church on 4CRM Mackay, 107.5 FM. My name is Jeff Grant. I'm the pastor of the United Church in Serena. And I pray today you'll be blessed as you participate in this service of worship, praise, teaching and blessing. Would you like to share with me as I say the Lord's Prayer? Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. We're going to begin with a song in Christ alone, My Hope is Found.
enjoyed that song to start us off. Now this is Radio Force Hour in Mackay and you're listening to Radio Church. And I have a message today. Uh, I've called Pathways, Rocks, Thorns and Soil. I want to ask you, wherever you are today, how open are you to teaching from God? A teaching that asks you to do things for his kingdom. In other words, to say yes unflinchingly to Jesus Christ. How do you feel about that? Would you say you're someone who listens to what God says when his word is read or his word is preached or his word is taught and you always say, yes, I'll do whatever you say, Lord. By your grace, with your strength, I'll do it. Jesus taught a lot in parables, as you probably know. And the primary parable was one I'm going to share with you today. It's from Matthew chapter 13, verses 1 through 9, the parable of the soils and the sower. And most people uh, understand, or rather should understand, that this is the parable we all need to obey and respond to in order to uh, understand all the other teachings and all the other parables of Jesus Christ. I'll read you the text. Matthew 13, 1 through 9. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat in it while all the people stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil where it produced a crop a hundred 60 or 30 times, 30 times rather, what was sown. Whoever has ears, let him hear, Jesus said. So Jesus talked about four kinds of soil. The first one uh, clearly is the unyielding ground, the hard pathway. The farmer is sowing his seed. No doubt when Jesus was telling the story, he was standing on the edge of a farm. And he was pointing to these various patches of ground that all his listeners could see. So this first seed falls on the pathway. There's always a pathway around a garden. And the birds ate it up. God, Jesus said, is the sower. The seed is the word of God. And the path is the person closed and hardened towards God's message. That is the gospel or all the other instructions from the word of God. Bible teaching and Jesus said the birds represent the devil who takes away God's message before um, anyone can understand it dear ones there are people in the world and in the churches who need to understand God's divine message but they will never grasp it because of their resistance to anything they don't want to hear things that threaten their lifestyle and their connection to their previous experiences and all the, the things, the delightful things in their life they don't want to 
They want to change. They want to listen. But they're part of the church. But they are beyond God's total reach and his redemption. It was Jesus who said in the Sermon on the Mount a bit earlier in Matthew's Gospel, that the gate is wide that leads to destruction, and those who enter by it are many. And the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life, and those who find it are few. Jesus is talking about hard-hearted people. And in his day, the people he struck like this were the Pharisees and, and the Sadducees and the Herodians, but these, these were teachers of the law. They had their own beliefs and they weren't going to listen to anything different no matter what miracles Jesus performed or how, what kind of life he lived. They just weren't ready to listen. Today, the atheists would be part of this group, but also many disobedient Christians who, who go to church every Sunday, but they never listen to what God is saying to them. They don't hear the word. They, they listen to the sermons. They listen to maybe on the radio, like now, but they don't think it applies to them. Did you know that the Word of God is life-creating? The Bible creates life. It creates new life. But only when that Word is received and embraced by faith. Some people are forever close to believing in God and seeing His creation all around them or believing in His Son Jesus or believing the Bible. But they have their beliefs and will never accept that they could be wrong. And there are also people in the churches who've rejected God's will for them. That they've done it so often and so frequently over so many years that these people have become impervious to God's message to them. Their life doesn't change. This soil, the hard pathway, needs radical renovation, needs digging up with a hoe and a mattock and a pick and anything else you can get your hands on to produce a soil that's ready for seed and will produce fruit. People in this category who are resistant to God's word, they need to repent and to start all over. We have a God of the second chance. God loves it when his people say, Lord, I've been wrong. My attitude's been wrong all this time. I want to start over. And God will accept people when they say that. We're going to pause for a minute and hear from Hillsong as they sing Jesus, what a beautiful name.
This is Jeff Grant. You're listening to Radio Church on 4CR in Mackay, 107.5. And we're talking about a message I've called Pathway, Rocks, Thorns and Soil. And we just looked at, first of all, the yielding ground, that is the hard pathway. And now we're going to look at the rocky ground, the meagre soil, I call it. This is in verses 5 and 6 of Matthew 13. This soil was mixed with rocks under the ground that prevents lasting growth. The seed produced plants quickly, Jesus said in his parable, but they soon withered just as quickly. These people start out joyfully, but they are unable to cope with any distress or trial, and they have a false belief in continual prosperity and happiness, a life without pain. A life doesn't need trust in God or obedience or sacrifice. These people have no root in the soil of the word, no grasp of God's progressive revealed truths, and their minimal faith is naive and even selfish. In his wonderful book, Pilgrim's Progress, John Bunyan talked about two of Pilgrim's uh, companions whose names were Pliable and Obstinate, and they started off with him to the heavenly city at the end of life's journey. But as soon as difficulty came, both of them gave up and went back to the city of destruction where they came from. To say, to say I'm going to follow Jesus means an attitude that I'll accept whatever he sends. Some people are taught, you know, that God will never give them anything hard and he will give them whatever they ask for. If they have enough faith and believe hard enough, God will reward them. And some people, therefore, only think in one direction what God will do for them, to bless them. The gospel is free, and it's by the grace of God, but it's not cheap. To be a believer in Jesus Christ means to be a disciple and set your faith on following the Lord Jesus. This soil, the rocky ground, also needs some pretty firm treatment. The rocks need to be dug up and removed and replaced with, ideally, sandy loam <laughs> that will produce the best kind of, of, of fruit and vegetables and flowers and plants. The person in this situation who's, uh, who believes in uh, only good things will happen to them need to repent to God, need to submit to Him, and need to set out, set out on a life of obedience and trust, because that is the way of salvation, and that is the way of the cross. We'll stop again now and hear from Jeff Bullock as he performs, Oh, the mercy of God. Oh, the mercy 
Jeff Grant again. We're still working our way through this message I've called Pathway, Rocks, Thorns and Soil. We've looked at the first two kinds of soil, the unyielding ground, that is the hard pathway, and then we've looked at the rocky ground, the meagre soil. Now let's turn our focus on the thorny ground, the crowded soil. This is soil that's already taken up with harmful plants, specifically as it says here in Matthew 13, thorns, which constrict any growth. The result is a choking of any seed that germinates. Now, some time ago I planted mint and parsley together. Not a good idea, for the, the mint sent out runners on the top of the ground and under the soil so that the whole soil is taken up by this, the mint's uh, roots, and it literally chokes the, the parsley. There are many people who are attached to all the world, all that the world offers and contains. The riches and the pleasures and the cares of life. They are like this soil. They're choked by all these things that they either want or are afraid of or are anxious about. They're anxious about all kinds of things. And they're unwilling or they're unable to release themselves. The, the, flust, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life are always tempting us to follow the world and stop going on the narrow pathway. Judas Iscariot was someone like this. He was apparently a disciple of Jesus with the other eleven, but underneath, in his heart, he harboured all kinds of greed and avarice. And when the time came, he betrayed Jesus Christ for 30 pieces of silver. Many years ago, when I was part of an evangelistic ministry, uh, a young man joined us. I can't think of his name now. It was 50-odd years ago. Um, and we invited him uh, to do some Bible study, and he did. He was following along um, well, we thought. And one day we invite him to come to a, a Saturday teaching um, seminar that would help him know the Word of God and the Lord Jesus better. Oh, no, he said. Saturdays, I ride my bike. Oh, I won't give up anything for my bike. He, he was totally attached to his motorbike. His whole world revolved around this motorbike. There was no room for another Lord in his life like Jesus Christ. In the Bible, it talks about a man named Demas, who was a disciple of Paul. He went with Paul on some of his journeys. You read about him in the book of Acts. But there came a time when Paul could write that Demas has forsaken me. He's fallen in love with the world. He started off well, but the things in his life that he was unprepared to get rid of choked whatever faith he had. Dear ones, this soil also needs treatment. It needs to be dug up. The thorns and thistles and weeds need to be removed and thrown away and burnt. And uh, the soil needs to be uh, fertilised and given all other sorts of treatment. And God willing, it'll produce good fruit. The person in this category, whose life is choked with all other riches and pleasures and cares in this life, also needs to repent. To reject by name each of the things that he, he or she clings to, and then joyfully to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. There's a wonderful life ahead of you if you will do that.
reject living like a thorny ground. Let's, let's pause here for a moment and hear another lovely song by Nicole Danola. We've heard her before and she's going to sing It Only Takes a Spark. Another song I like. I hope you do too. There's no weeds, there's no rocks, there's no clay, 
it's all good sandy loam <laughs> and it's been well mulched. This represents someone with an open heart, ready to learn and believe and act. They hear the gospel, they hear the spoken or written scripture, they hear the teaching from the Bible and they ask themselves, what am I to think or do about this with all my heart? As Paul said after he met Jesus on the Damascus Road, Lord, who are you? And then he said, Lord, what do you want me to do? And dear one, that should always be our response, to be like this good soil. What do you want me to do? He wants us to become people whose lives are transformed. Our character changes. Our speech changes. Our thought life changes. Our appetites change. We follow Jesus and we begin to desire the things that he desires because the word of God becomes rich in us. This represents today all those disciples who followed Jesus Christ. Not only the, the 11 that did follow him and the ones that came later, but people today whose lives are being changed permanently because they listen to the word of God with an attitude of saying, what am I going to do about this? As I've said already, some people are far too much in love with or troubled by the things in their lives. That could be you today. And they need to receive the seed of God's word and be changed and conformed to God's purpose. To reject the word is to be forever unchanged. Beloved, this soil just needs to be dug up every now and then, uh, to be loosened, to be watered, to be mulched, and it will continue to produce good soil, good seed and good fruit. The response of the person who would say, yes, I'm, that's who I am, that's who I'm representing. You need to persevere and to seek to know and to follow Jesus Christ day by day. Each of us, dear ones, is represented by one or more of these soils. The hard path, the rocky ground, the thorny soil and the good soil. Did you know that every time we hear the message of God's word, we either build up a resistance to it or we develop a love for it and all that will do, all of that will do in us. I pray that that is the case in your life today. We're going to stop now and hear from Steve Green as he sings, He who began a good work in you.
Church broadcast. We just come to you on Radio 4CRM, 4CRM Mackay, 107.5 FM. And now, the doxology from Jude 24. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God our Saviour be glory, majesty, dominion and power both now and forever. Amen. And we close our service now with how deep the Father's love for us from Austin Stone. God bless you till we meet again.
still 